podcasts are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. The following episode has been brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network and is sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Three, two, one. And now, you're tuned into the Navarro Miller Report, featuring the hottest in news, entertainment, sports, and all those topics. For the mainstream audience, the Navarro Miller Report. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Navarro Miller Report. I'm your host, Dave Navarro. And I'm Jeremy Miller. And there we are. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of tripping me out there for a second. I was like, where the hell are we? I'm handling 6,000 billion things all at the same time right now. <laughs> Glad it's you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and not not you. Thank you so much for the help. By the way, Jeremy, I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you expect it any? <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, a lot, mind you, just so you know. And I'm doing my job. Yeah, exactly. And what's a, such a great job that you're doing too, buddy. Thank you. Anywho, wanted to welcome everybody to a brand new episode of uh, the Navarro Miller Report. And we are also streaming live on TikTok as well jeremy i forced you to it i forced you to be on there i i'm not on there i may be in a live but i don't have an account so i'm still good with that well that's the thing see i was given some information by your fiance joni that she created an account for you and she wants me to promote it for you have fun no one's ever gonna see anything on it because i ain't doing it <laughs> i told her that too i was like you do realize that he just because he has a, an account he has to be active and she's like hmm she's like just promote it anyway <laughs> i was like okay whatever dude oh my god <laughs> wanted to welcome everybody to the stream right here jc hey nice having you on here meg as always pleasure to have you on here and anybody else that's watching us on tiktok uh, thanks for joining us here on the show. We got a lot of cool stuff to chat with you guys about in case. Yes. Um, I wanted to address something real quick for our listeners. We've gotten, um, and me personally have gotten a lot of emails, a lot of messages on social media. Um, this is kind of a disclaimer for anybody who is new and hasn't seen this before. We've been getting a lot of comments about why we are not addressing the tragedy that has happened in Maui, um, and the fires. Um, I want people to know that we are not being cold hearted and we are not being calloused by ignoring this. We are not. Our hearts and our thoughts are with them every single day. Maui holds a very special place in my heart. We did an episode of Growing Pains there years and years ago, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with the Hawaiian culture. Um, you know, my heart is absolutely breaking for them. But we do not cover these topics here. 
Okay, that's why we have not been giving this coverage. This is an escape. There are plenty of places to go to hear about the tragedies in this world. And I, I am not saying that's not important, but there are plenty of places to go for that. Here, we're trying to give people, you know, some fun and something uplifting. So please know we are not callous and we are not ignoring it. Um, that is just not the focus of our podcast. Agreed. And the same thing goes from our radio show. That's another reason why I haven't really talked about it on the radio show as well. I try to keep it as light as possible. We hear about these news stories everywhere, anywhere you turn around, you look and boom, there's the same news story that you've already heard 10,000 million times pretty much giving you the same exact information, nothing new. It's the same information you've gotten from every other news outlet. You know, the amount of people that have uh, been uh, affected by this, the amount of land that's been affected by this, the amount of everything. It's been on every single news outlet you can possibly think of. For us to go ahead and repeat it would be redundant. And it's not, it's not, you know, it's not, again, as Jeremy said, it's not to disrespect what the news is going on with them. Our, our, our hearts and prayers go to them, to all the victims and their families for what's going on in Maui. Uh, and, you know, we hope that they recover from this tragedy because it was a huge, huge tragedy. So absolutely. Uh, so, but in uh, on the lighter stuff, guys, on the lighter stuff, uh, you know, as as we have it just for everybody that uh, has joined us on uh, TikTok. So this uh, this podcast basically has to do with entertainment news and crazy outlandish stories from around the world uh, for everybody to enjoy. So that's the reason why we go ahead and uh, do this podcast for your enjoyment, just to have fun a little bit uh, while you're at home. So in starting that, I do subject Jeremy to TikTok blind reacts. Uh, most videos come from TikTok. Uh, he says he doesn't have a TikTok, but you know what? He does. He has a freaking TikTok in there. No, I know he doesn't. So, anyways, I'm proud of that. Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and start with this brand new video. This is a trend that's actually going around on TikTok with women having to do with eggs. But I'm not gonna go ahead and tell you. I'm just gonna have you watch it. How so, about that? I found this new recipe. How to make? Sorry, nothing. I couldn't find another spot for the camera. Um. How to make pancakes, and I want to show you. Okay. Right now, I think it's fine. So, you want to put some chocolate chips in them. They look good, baby. And then, you want to use two eggs. Oh. Oh. the eye for me that does it she like just to flick it and it goes right back into his eye <laughs> as a chef how much does yolk in the eye burn exactly <laughs> it actually doesn't burn it's rather disgusting it dries really quickly mm. i have had eggs smashed on my head before there was an episode of growing pains where 
Tracy was dropping an egg from the counter into a, you know, my mitt or something. And it kept falling on my head and breaking. And I had some, I beat the crap out of a guy at tennis camp in uh, high school when he did that to me on the, uh, on the tennis courts. Um, it doesn't really sting. It's uncomfortable. It gets really sticky and really nasty really quick. The amount of he got in his mouth because he was taking a bite when she did it mm. is probably pretty nasty. Uh, it's more mental than anything else. And I want to tell you, if you want to ruin your relationship, girls, go ahead and try this. I'll tell you right now, Joni knows better than to try that one on me. Not because I would do something mean, but because I know pranks. I was taught by the best. And the payback would be uh-huh. <laughs> the payback would be brutal, and she knows it. Wow. But I'll tell you right now, that's uh, I don't like that one. Uh, it's a little messed up. If guys were doing that to girls, there'd be an outrage and an uproar and everything else. Um, not a fan of that one. And if you really want to fuck up your relationship, go ahead and give it a try. <laughs> well, this other uh, TikTok has to do with relationships, and it has to do with sometimes when couples are eating, uh, and one of the two couples doesn't really want something, or they want just a little bite. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this is coming straight for you, bud. Here you go. You want? Oh, no, I'm okay. Thank you, though. All right. <laughs> Oh, no, you said you didn't want one. Well, just one, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Of course, have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Babe? What's good? What? I thought you said you were only going to have one. I did. I only, I only got one. The bag is... It's... It's, it's still... No, it's full. empty. It's, it, it's empty? That's weird. Is it? I think it's... Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious. What? That you ate all of them really quickly wow babe don't do this to me well by golly are you trying to insinuate that i i me no girl i swear to god he's being so toxic no he's literally like trying to blame me for things i've never done girl i said it's okay no it's like you're trying to catch me red-handed and that's literally like stop babe if i ate all the cheetos then why am i so hungry right now babe i can clearly see you're not eating no you Babe, then why is it written in Cheeto dust? Oh my, it's not! Babe, right now. take my hands and look into my eyes. Yeah. Please. Oh, babe. <sighs> I would never. You never believe me. <gasps> you have Cheeto dust on your hand! You don't. No. I can't, I can't believe it. You tried to frame me? I'm unframable! <laughs> So just how much do you relate to that one? <laughs> not at all. That was stupid. Um, <laughs> not at all. The incident I'm talking about is when you go to a restaurant or something like that. Well, it's literally you, the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all because he's sharing a snack at home, whatever. And they, ugh. when you are out at a restaurant, when you are ordering something that you really want and you ask somebody you know, are you hungry? Do you want something? And they say, oh, I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat. And you order, or they say, I just want a salad. And then they eat half of your meal. That's different. That is a completely different ballgame. 
it kind of reminds me of that episode from Friends when Joey's like, Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same reaction. Well, this next one definitely, definitely has to do with you. But to a certain extent, um, I'll just let it play out on it. Boys, this is how you keep a healthy relationship with your girlfriend. It's the little things, like opening the door for him. It's all it takes. Guys, I got about three seconds here. Never get a girlfriend, never get married. They're gonna ruin your fucking life and take all your money. Oh shit, what a beautiful day. What were you doing out there? Oh, just checking my tire pressure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see you open the door. You try to get me in trouble now. Can you say that? I'm just saying, I was just looking because of the door, because you always open Joni's door every time we go everywhere. But what she doesn't hear you say after you close the door, that's a different story. I don't know. That does not happen. No, no, no. You're trying to bury me here. <laughs> that's because you never opened the door for me, you bastard. <laughs> You're lucky it'll run you over with the car. <laughs> oh Go lay down outside behind the tires. Already, already Joni's questioning it. See, she's saying, um, yeah, no, 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 no. That is his <laughs> fantasy. I'm not taking any responsibility here. I open the door because I love my beautiful and I just want to show her respect. Plain <laughs> and simple. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm good. I'm good. You ain't burying me with that one. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right, on to some uh, on to some weird and outlandish news. So, Jeremy, I heard Florida is back in town again, but this time it's not Florida man; it's Florida woman. I mean, yep. what's going on down there? What's happening with Florida? So we are back to Florida. Uh, they couldn't keep it, you know, keep it down for too long. So we have Florida them. woman. I miss them. I got to tell you, I miss them. I miss, I missed them too. Florida man and Florida woman, always <laughs> so much fun. Um, Florida woman spikes man's drink with cockroach spray. Oh, wow. That's evil. <laughs> That's just evil. So deputies were called to a home in De Leon Springs in Florida around 4.30 in the morning where they met a man who had become seriously ill. He said he came home with Ve uh, Veronica Klein after she asked him to continue drinking with, him, with her after they met at a bar. So, mm -hmm. of course, the guy's thinking with his small head and he's going to, you know, head home hope, with this girl hoping to get some. Bound, chicka, bound, he wow. said he had two drinks that she gave her and became incredibly ill. The victim told deputies he was vomiting for almost 30 minutes before he was able to call for help Oof. and was sick a couple of times again once the deputies arrived. Klein had left the home. They had to use canine, canine dogs to track her down. She has been arrested, has been charged with poisoning food and beverage. The man will recover and be okay, yet they have no motive yet as to why she did this and allegedly she actually admitted to him after he started getting sick that she spiked it with cock with cockroach spray mm. wow that so is just we have a very interesting and very twisted woman here who who knows what her motivation was i mean there's that's open to speculation in so many different ways um but yeah i mean it's an insecticide it's a poison whether it's made for bugs or not. I mean, this this crap can kill you. And she put it in this guy's drink. I don't know if she was trying to drug him and knock him out, if she was trying, what she was trying to do. Although it is said that 
rat poison is actually what they use to, you know, uh, uh, for blood clots. In smaller doses, strychnine, which is what's in rat poison, will kill you in any dose above like, I don't, I don't know what the numbers are. I'm not a scientist, but it's strychnine is the main ingredient in most rat poisons, I believe. Mm. And that will kill any human being. So again, I should have thought about that earlier. Poison. Anyways, um, <laughs> getting a little dark here. Interesting <laughs> ways to get rid of me. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh my God! Yes, Meg. Yes, she says uh, us Floridians are weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it. I mean, you give us a lot of a lot of uh, uh, subjects to talk about. A lot. Of, you give us a lot. So we thank you, Florida. Keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we got that one in other news, in other outlandish news. Um, so you told me about this story, but you didn't specify. American, American, par, Americans, I should put Americans, partying hard. What, what, what the hell? Well, that would be the news story they're trying to get us to believe. Here are the facts. Uh, there has been a study done, which is done, I don't know, every few years, uh, five to ten probably, um, although I think they keep data from each and every year. And out of a survey of, um, they don't tell us how many people they surveyed, but it is a large survey, um, marijuana use, hallucinogenic use, and binge drinking have all reached record highs for Americans. So we have... Cannabis use has been spiking among adults aged 35 to 50. 28% said they used marijuana last year, up from 17% five years before. Um, five years ago, less than 1% had used hallucinogens, compared with 4% in the current study. And binge drinking is... 30% of participants reported binge drinking, uh, reflecting a consistent increase in rates since 2012. Now, these are just plain facts. These don't deal with a lot of the underlying things. Now, I was going to say, have they even talked about psychological reasoning for it? Well, no, this is a sheer facts study. Um, the news stories are the ones who are trying to blow this out of proportion into, oh, of you know, Americans are partying all over. Okay, here's the deal. First of all, we've been coming through a pandemic. So there's a lot of psychological isolation, bad habits that were picked up, a lot of stuff like that. But secondly, let's talk about the marijuana use and the hallucinogen use. First That's of all, been going on for years. Well, people are admitting it. First of all, and secondly, you have to remember that in these studies, the numbers are almost always too low because you have a large amount of people who won't admit it, who are actually using and will not admit it. So these numbers are probably on the low side. Mm -hmm. But first of all, cannabis has become much more accepted as a medical treatment for a lot of things. They have done similar studies just asking about reasons why about you know motivations for smoking marijuana or utilizing cannabis and the number one reason and number two reason are help with sleep and help with pain so americans are not just trying to get stoned yes there are a good portion of them i was one of them for a long time um 
Americans are using it more and more to help with pain relief, to help with anxiety, to help with sleep deprivation. That is one of the main reasons more and more people are using it. Secondly, hallucinogens, microdosing has been a thing. This did not ask if it was recreational use. This just asked, have you used it? Well, microdosing has actually become more and more valid of a treatment for a lot of different um, psychological and emotional disorders. Incredibly minuscule amounts of hallucinogens are introduced into the body. Mm -hmm. You don't trip, but it apparently has a incredible effect on certain conditions. Um, they've been really looking into and studying how it can help veterans dealing with PTSD. And mm -hmm. it actually has shown amazing results. So again, it's gaining more actual acceptance as a treatment for things and more use among people as a, um, not a coping, they're not trying to get high. It's, I'll say self-medicating in that you're now in certain states able to buy chocolate bars that have psilocybin, which is the main hallucinogenic ingredient in mushrooms. Um, you're, you're able to buy these things now and microdose on your own. Mm -hmm. So again, there have become more and more acceptable ways of utilizing it. So of course, more and more people have given it a try. It makes sense. This is not the old days of, oh yeah, I scored, you know, somebody gave me acid or, you know, I got this or that. These are not people, I'm not saying there aren't some, but I'd say the majority of new users probably aren't trying to trip. A lot of people, a lot of people I know have utilized and are utilizing microdosing to deal with certain ailments. And, coping, coping, and it's also a coping mechanism, too. Absolutely. The second part of this story <laughs> is cannabis use is up exponentially. Nice. among senior citizens nice it's about freaking time they're the ones that were telling us no don't smoke weed it's bad for you because you know what at the end of the day you're gonna start seeing things that aren't gonna be good for you yep senior citizens are the fastest growing users of cannabis um the share of over 60 uh, over 65 americans who've used marijuana has tripled in a decade Oh, wow. From 11% to almost 33%. Wow. And more than half of 60 to 64-year-olds have reported using cannabis at one point or another. Over half. And that's in the, using it in the last year. That's but, insane. But again, the number one reason, number one and two reasons that the elderly are beginning to utilize cannabis is for help with sleep and help with pain. Of course. Num numerous, numerous people that they interviewed after the study said that they wouldn't even be able to go about their daily lives if it was not for the medical marijuana they use because their bodies have aged and they are in constant pain daily. And it is the only thing that relieves it. And they don't want to take pills and doctors won't even prescribe you opiates anymore, you know, on any sort of regular basis. So they have no other, you know, uh, they have nothing else to blunt this pain. Sorry for the no pun intended. Um, so marijuana use has has grown, has, has absolutely exponentially grown. And you have to remember the 60 to 65 year olds right now, they were the hippies. You know, that True. they were the ones coming That's up right. on they the were. end part of that generation. So most of these people are familiar with partying beforehand and are now reintroducing themselves. 
And just for that, um, I have to I have to go ahead and play this real quick. Hey man, am I driving okay? I think we're parked. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually played that because Danny went ahead and he reminded me, he's like, that is only because Snoop, Willie, Cheech, et cetera, are now seniors. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta love it. <laughs> you gotta love it. Oh my God. Um, so, well, that's, that's actually, but those are all true facts though. Those are all true facts though. And then it's just so ironic how, cause I was, I, you know, I mean like on TikTok and everything, they keep on playing old eighties uh, commercials and I remember the whole getting into drugs and being high it's a stupid thing to do the oh, whole yeah. dare commercials and now everybody's like dude bro we need that <laughs> like we need that now <laughs> for medical reasons and everything so well, I mean the medical benefits of cannabis and a lot of other things have only really started to be understood recently so it makes sense I, we, we don't even need to get into the failures of the drug war. I mean, the just say no thing was dumb. Okay, it yeah. was. I'm sorry. It was if people would have been more upfront. And I mean, if somebody would have come to me and said, look, yes, some of these things are fun until they're not. And yeah. this is what happens when it's not. Because when you tell a kid, oh, this is bad and this is bad and this is bad. And then all they hear from their friends and all the other people they trust, how fun it is. They know you're lying. Okay, they know you're lying. So if you're up, I mean, it's how I was with my kids. You got to be up front with them. You know, I'm not saying I learned, I allowed my you, kids. Dad. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> Those commercials, I swear. Ugh. Best acting ever. I <laughs> uh, wanted to say, I wanted to welcome uh, One Nation that has actually joined us on TikTok. Uh, she's criticizing my singing. She says, you will not go into the next round with that singing. That hurts. That hurts. Hey, he's got a great, great face for radio. I do, I do. And then we got Meg. <laughs> she loves she loves the meme. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the Rick James meme. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And you gotta love the facts. You gotta love the facts. We <laughs> we got some more. We got some entertainment news coming out for all of you coming up next. Uh right after this. We'll be right back. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. I think some of those zombies are probably, you know, they should have been in an ad for drugs and all that good stuff. <laughs> in my opinion, I don't know. Oh, Lord. Uh, so, obviously, we uh, going into some entertainment news. Obviously, we know that Britney Spears and Sam Asghari are divorcing. We talked about this uh, on my radio show, and uh, we talked about it during the week. There was a lot of speculation, however, that Sam was in it for the money. But, of course, we all know that he did sign a prenup. And according to the prenup, according to Docs, Sam gets zero. He gets no alimony. He gets nothing from Britney. But Britney is still going to give him a substantial amount. And, of course, we can't forget that he did receive 
bunch of gifts from Britney while they were together, a car, jewelry, whatever. I mean, in a sense, he might have been in it for the money. I mean, he could just go ahead and sell all that stuff off and whatever gifts that he got from Britney, he gets to keep. So, I mean... He might have, um, you know, it's also possible that he really cared. I mean, this guy went out of his way to be there for her and with her and support her when she was going through all the different mental stuff. And, you know, that's not easy to do, especially if you're just trying to get a cash grab here. You True. Know, it's hard not for, for your real motives to come out for him to have been truly supportive. I, I lean more towards the other side of it that, you know, maybe he was there for real reasons, but the other side of that is recently she's become a little more unstable in her posts. Um, they've become a little wilder. They've become a little, you know, and I, I it just kind of spoke to something, maybe a, an emotional upheaval going on with her. I kind of suspected this. Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of crazy because he's accusing her of cheating on him. And apparently uh, there's also a rumor that he was trying to uh, blackmail her uh, into giving him a prenup, into like canceling the prenup or something like that, which he went ahead and addressed. He said, that's not true. I'm not holding anything over her head whatsoever. But he is accusing her of cheating on him with a member of her staff. And apparently he saw video footage of it from their house uh, cameras or whatever, uh, pretty much backing his claims. Now, it's just, I don't know. this there's just a bunch of different stories going on about this and to actually pinpoint and find out what is really going on. It's just weird. You know, it's just a very strange situation. Well, it's something again, we most likely will never get the full story of, and I'll say my usual thing, more will be revealed. You know, we'll find out more details here and there, but you know, this, this anybody who has emotional and mental instability issues um having a relationship a real relationship with a person like that comes with a lot of challenges i don't know i'm not putting this all on her um i have no idea how he was but that was a relationship that was going to be difficult no matter what true so um you know unless that really was just that true fairy tale romance love there was probably no way this was going to last because that is a really difficult obstacle to overcome well the other the other thing too is that according to tmz it says our sources well because they always have sources our sources you love sources jeremy you know you love sources um our sources say there is quote Extensive confidentiality clause in the prenup prohibiting Sam from talking about his relationship with Brittany. But wouldn't him saying accusing her of cheating on him kind of fall under that clause at all? Because I don't think so, Um, because he's not actually talking about details of their relationship. He wasn't with her. He found out something she did on her own. He's not disclosing where they've been, what she's done with him. So I think there's some legal wiggle room there. I am not a lawyer, um, but I think there's some legal wiggle room there. Well, we can't give too many more details, but true. Well, we, uh, I mean, uh, uh, one, uh, one nation on TikTok is saying, thank goodness they did have, uh, they had no kids. 
So thank goodness, thank goodness for that. And then we got Danny uh, saying a real relationship has to be based on trust and honesty by any means. Amen to that, brother. Oh, that's very true. Also, our condolences go out to Danny Hooley and his family. Apparently, his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, a relative of his has just been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. So, you know, our hearts and our thoughts are with you during this difficult time, Danny. Danny, let me tell you right now, Joni's father was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer almost 35 years ago now. Doctors, every single doctor gave him less than four to six months to live. So no matter what they're telling you, please tell your family members to look into other treatment options. There are holistic treatments that have been shown to have promise. I'm not saying I'm one of those who's, oh, go eat raw food and it'll clear it up or anything like that. But there are real holistic treatments and alternative treatments that are done in this country. They're done in Mexico. They're done in other places that have been shown to work. He was given a death sentence 35 years ago. He went to an alternative treatment place and they put him in remission. He's been in remission for 35 years. So don't lose hope and look into every option possible. Correct. Correct. Uh, JC also has uh, commented on uh, the Britney Spears situation says uh, Dave Navarro, Jeremy Miller, uh, right. All the ex-husband is doing is giving the reason for filing. That is not enough to violate, uh, to print up unless, uh, he had given much, much more specific details. There so thank you, JC. A, that's a very good, that's a very good, uh, that's a very good, uh, way to look at it as well. Well, uh, I mean, I guess we'll find out what else is going to happen, but apparently, I mean, it wasn't even a year. I don't think they were even married a year. I, I, you know me, I pay so little attention to the details of this stuff. I, I don't know how long they were together. That's very true. I can't rely on you for anything to back me up on any of my facts. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Uh, when it comes to celebrity relationships, I'm sorry. Oh, come on. You have to love the tea. <laughs> Gotta love the tea. In other uh, entertainment news, the nun actress is suing Warner Brothers uh, because apparently they made money off of her likeness now if many of you know uh, the nun is a horror film uh it's about uh i guess a nun that terrorizes people that haunts a church etc cetera, etc cetera. uh but apparently the actress that portrayed the nun and that has been her likeness has been used all over the place for a lot of uh costumes and uh posters etc didn't get a dime from her likeness from warner brothers and this right here this is coming from IGN.com. It says, quote, if you've heard of The Nun, one of the horror movies within Warner Brothers' Conjuring universe, you've seen Bonnie Aarons' face as the titular demon entity. Aarons is all over every bit of marketing for the film and its upcoming sequel. But now the actress is claiming that Warner Brothers is hiding how much they've made off her likeness in order to short her on the profits and is suing the studio for it. Now, this is just one of the many reasons why the current strike is happening. Mm -hmm. uh, many actors are not getting anything, uh, you know, are, aren't getting anything for this. They're not getting anything. So, I mean, Jeremy, you worked for Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. You've known this. And right now, the SAG and WGA are still on strike. They still haven't come to an agreement yet. Although there have been, they have been talking, but nothing has been agreed upon just yet. Mm -hmm. So is this one of the reasons why 
these actors are fighting for their rights. I mean, this actress, she's actually suing mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. I mean, was she supposed to get money off of this? Was she supposed to get a fair share? These are all things that that we don't know really on the, in this situation. No, we'll we'll know more as the case progresses and as legal filings are made. But this is nothing new. That's the thing. You know, the production companies. Now, I'll, I'll preface this. Warner was great to us on our show when we did Growing Pains. Warner was great to us. They treated us wonderfully. Never had problems with negotiations. I had no issues with Warner during my time. Things have changed. You know, this is not the same ball game that it was in the 80s when I was doing Growing Pains. Um, studios have been doing this forever. Studios refuse to open up their books on a film even to show. I mean, they, they, they will make $600 million on a film that maybe an actor or a writer was supposed to get points on. Okay. The points are the percentage that they take you know, of the gross or whatever they made. Mm. And you get that at the end. Well, the production companies, Warner, Disney, all of them are notorious for not giving those the money for those points. They'll make 600 million in a film and then claim they made nothing, that they made no profit because, oh, well, we had to spend all of it on international marketing. And, uh, you know, they just start throwing crap out, but they will never open their books unless you take them to court. There have been many, 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 many lawsuits like this against all the different major production companies um, from writers who had points that they were cheated out of, that um, actors who had points that they were cheated out of. The studios have been doing this forever. This is nothing new. And it's just one of the many, 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 many things that the actors and writers are fighting for. So it's it's not a big shock that greedy corporations continue to be greedy. I'm going to assume, well, this is just an assumption, but I don't know legally they can do this, that if Warner Brothers is legally forced to share their earnings, will that also become public information? And will that affect the way this strike will go, the way negotiations for the strike will go? Because at that point, they're going to be like, you see, here's the proof. You guys are making, you know, X amount of dollars and you're fucking us over with this. Excuse my my language there. The problem with that is this court case is going to take months, if not years. And by the time that's done, hopefully the strike is not taking that long. Um, We're not going to get to see that public information anytime soon. And they won't be forced to open all their books. They'll only be forced to open their books to show what happened with this particular project. So I don't think it'll matter as much, even if it did happen quickly. But again, this is the type of stuff the production studios have been doing forever. Major companies are greedy. They do not want to share profits at all, especially with the people who make them the profits, which always is astounding to me. And that's very true. And uh, real quick point of fact, uh, One Nation on TikTok uh, decided to give us the exact date of when Brittany and Sam were married. Oh, uh, there you go. Thank you. She said uh, they were married June 9th, 2022 is when they were married. So just over a year. Yeah. So they were married just over a year. I thought they were, I thought they were married like in, in November or something like that. So I was a little off on that one, but anywho, well, I guess, uh, you know, she might win. I mean, if she's got grounds, she might actually end up winning that one and winning a lot of money from Warner brothers. And I'm just saying these students need to stop being so shady with their actors. They put in the work, you know, you all put in your work. You all like do a lot. 
I've said it before. Every single job is is hugely important. I mean, I'm not putting the actors and the writers above anybody. I mean, everyone is important. The cameraman, the lighting, all the people who are being affected by this. You know, my friends who are makeup artists and wardrobe people and costume designers, set designers, all this different stuff. Everybody makes a movie or a show what it is. But without the actors who put the emotion and the talent and the ability into your film and without the creativity of the brilliant writers that give you this material, you have nothing. That's that's all there is to it. You have nothing. Zero. Zero. You have so, you, you have nothing. Nothing. It's I don't understand why the corporate, you know, why the production companies don't understand this. You know, the tr the the creative people need to be taken care of because literally that's the thing that you can't teach is that gift. You know, you can, you can take writing courses, you can learn how to be a screenwriter, you can learn to write scripts, but it takes a long time to perfect. And unless you are truly one of those that was blessed with true genius right off the bat, you're going to write up, you know, 20, 30 scripts before you get something really going. You know, you, the established people who have the creativity and the ability to make these type of projects and these movies and films happen, you don't want to lose them because you're going to be relying on college students who haven't figured out the game yet. You might get lucky and find one prodigy who has written the most brilliant thing you've ever seen already. But that's that's a that's an outlier. I mean, not not many can be naturally born geniuses like myself when it comes to yeah. writing, you know scripts and stuff but that's that's i still haven't been discovered yet wait till i'm discovered watch what happens anyways <laughs> i won't be watching what happens because you'll just toss me to the side and well you you know that you, we've already had this conversation right when I big, so I've had, I that's when i'm finally done with you i don't have to follow what's going on with you anymore. Well, the, only one, the only one i'll keep around is joni because you know she's like oh see sister. then you're stuck with me because she's gonna force me on you <laughs> Damn it, Joni! Stop forcing me! Stop forcing him on me! It's it's, it's enough. I'm done with that. I I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, JC <laughs> JC uh, saying, Dave Norar, you may recall I said on uh, Brian B line show because he was actually on the he actually uh, mentioned it uh, the other night in the discussion about uh, AI that utilizing that is a way to screw over actors by making essentially. Uh, mm -hmm nematronic versions to avoid paying the true artists their true worth we actually had a conversation about that as well uh the fact of the matter that they tried to use ai or they were attempting to use ai as background mm -hmm. actors and well, that was one of the things that they were like no that's not going to happen i told you not just background actors they were just recently trying to do a film where they wanted to recreate ai recreate james dean without paying the dean estate a single dime no that's what they were trying to do it got it got shut down i don't know if it was legally stopped or what but it's that's what they're going to try and do and it's not a shock these major production studios are going to do every last thing they can to try not to pay us no it's they can't. and it's not right they can't there's no way well uh we'll just have to see what happens with the nun and uh i'm pretty sure she's gonna win in my opinion I think she's going to win. It'll all come down to what, you know, the all the legal findings and what they end up having to show. I have my money on her. I have my money on the nun. 
the nun will prevail. <laughs> In other entertainment news, well, this is uh, interesting. Uh, Michael Jackson's sexual abuse lawsuits have been revived by appeals court. Uh, this coming from the AssociatedPress.com, a California appeals court on Friday revived lawsuits from two men who alleged Michael Jackson sexually abused them for years when they were boys. Uh, a three-judge panel from California's Second District Court of Appeal found that the lawsuits of Wade Robson and James Safechuck should not have been dismissed by a lower court and that the men can validly claim that the two Jackson-owned corporations that were named as defendants in the case had a responsibility to protect them. A new California law that temporarily broadened the scope of sexual abuse cases enabled the appeals court to restore them. So they're trying, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy because they're the, 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 the two corporations that Michael Jackson was, uh, you know, owned are saying that we're not the boy scouts. So we have no legal right to protect anybody under there. And here's the problem with that argument. And this is where the judge reopened the case. This was the point of fact that he found the lower courts erred on was that Michael Jackson was the sole proprietor and only stockholder and only employee of those companies. That's it. He was the only one in charge. There was no board. There was no, he cannot be protected as a company. You can't separate the company from the person because he was the only person in the company both of them he's the only shareholder he's the only person on the board he's the only so the judge said flat out you can't separate the individual from the corporation because he is the corporation that was why these are being reopened because the original the original lower courts said that well the company can't be held responsible for what an individual did Except the individual. Except the, the individual is the freaking company. <laughs> but here's the other. Well, here's the other issue. They can't really do. I mean, the individual is dead, so that's going to be a little tougher. Oh, for the individual a lot to, of... defend, to defend themselves in absolutely... court. You know, it's absolutely true. So again, this. I mean, there's a lot of complications with this. I have no way, uh, no way of knowing which way this goes. But you know my opinion. I believe he did it. I have always believed he did it. I'll tell. I'll say it again. You do not make multiple twenty million dollar plus payments as hush money to stay out of trial if nothing happened. It doesn't happen. You do not. I mean, if, if you didn't do it, you go out there and you defend your name. He had multiple $20 million plus payments to different, you know, families and stuff to keep this crap quiet. You don't do that when you're innocent. So I will, I'm sorry. I will never believe that this didn't happen. Now I'm just going to go ahead and play devil's advocate here. You can a lot what of people, if? a lot of feelings about mike and they don't like my opinion on it well i mean i'm just with for me personally i could care less either way i mean i'm i'm always i try to stay as a journalist you have to be neutral of and you have to like look at both sides of the story in this particular case could it be possible that mj is what just made those payoffs because he did not want a media circus and obviously we know that when it comes to legal proceedings a lot of 
your baggage that you're trying to keep to yourself, not having to do with the present case, but a lot of your private stuff, you're trying to keep away from the limelight, away from the public eye. And maybe that's possibly the reason why MJ decided, you know what? I have enough money. It's just easier to pay these guys off and just get away from all the media circus that this is going is to come to. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, accusations are still valid and they still can hurt a person regardless if they're innocent or guilty. It still hurts them because you still have people still, hmm, maybe he got away with it because he has good lawyers, but maybe he's still guilty. You know, it's possible that maybe MJ wanted to avoid all that and just say, you know what, here's the money. Just take it. I don't care. I have enough of it. It is possible. That was his legal team and his people's excuse when the payments were made. That was exactly what they said almost word for word. They used that exact excuse. It is possible. But his brand was being hurt so much by these allegations and these things already coming up. They had already been brought to light. The public was already beginning to talk about it. And again, yes, we were post OJ at that point. So the media circus was around, but we were not in this era of every detail being scrutinized online when these payments were made. It's, it was a different time at that point, and I truly believe that anybody whose brand was being hurt that much would have stepped up and defended themselves. And to the trying to keep the other private life part quiet, how much of that would the children know? And if it's something that you really need to keep quiet, why would the children or their families have any information about that? It's true. It's true. Uh, one nation just gave me a little props right now. It says, sounds like Dave was on Michael's legal team. <laughs> I'm just that, that, gonna... was, that was practically word for word. What his defense, you know, what the excuse for making the payments was. So. I mean, I mean, honestly, I actually didn't want to go to, I still kind of want to go to law school. I love the law. So I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I, I just, I try I try to look at both sides of the story. That's as, as again, as somebody that studied in journalism, I try to be as, you know, unbiased as I can be, you know, when it comes to anything, when it comes to any type of news story, I try to look mm -hmm. at both sides of the story no, you have you know, to. as much as possible. And I, I do the same thing. I mean, I always try and look at both sides and I, I have, I mean, I, I see where it's possible that these things didn't happen. I've been looking at it from, and I'm well aware that being a victim of sexual abuse as a child uh, myself, that I'm a little biased towards, um, you know, wanting to see people like that just get absolutely destroyed. Um, so yes, I have a bias there. I acknowledge that. Uh, but I am not a journalist. I am a talking head who's just giving you my opinion. And that's my opinion. Um, you're talking head. I love it. every time you say that, I can just imagine you're a bobblehead. <laughs> I'm just a talking head. <laughs> I get a mental picture every time you say that. <laughs> Sorry, I I giggle a little. Um, <laughs> JC actually uh, went ahead and said he said Jeremy Miller, you're right. If innocent, you fight. If it's real, even partially, you try payoffs. So the fact he paid off uh illens towards there being no falsehood involved in the claims yeah i just it's what i believe you know i don't have any facts beyond just what was going on at the time you know his brand was really being hurt that that had to have been affecting his bottom line i know a lot of people that were like me who just wouldn't even listen to his music anymore so to me 
when that's going on, somebody steps up and says, no, you know, I'm going to fight for this. I'm fighting for my name. Oh, he meant to say he meant to say leans, not Ellen's. He meant to say leans. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we'll go ahead and have to wait and see what happens uh, with all, all this, uh, with with everything that's going on with Michael and that. I mean, you know, and the a- accusers at this point. Again, uh, Nation, more when, will be revealed. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it always is. Uh, One Nation also made a comment. She said, uh, "Money can't buy out the mental abuse that kids can be going through as an adult, though." So that's another good point. Yep, that's definitely absolutely. another good point. So we'll just go ahead and uh, wait and see what happens. Coming up next, we've got some sports for you, including some issues with the Philadelphia Eagles. Stay tuned. Listening to stuff has never been so enjoyable. If you had the misfortune to have been born after 1990, then you missed out on a lot of cool stuff. Then is Now Podcast is here to remedy that. Join Rigor and his dedicated band of rotating hosts as they tackle pop culture of the past and how it relates today. From celebrity interviews to film and TV discussion and beyond, Then Is Now Podcast brings you up to speed on all the cool stuff that you should know about. Plus, the East meets the West. If you enjoy movies that have lots of shooting and fighting, then there's a whole world of films out there that you don't even know about. Join our hosts on a journey as they discuss the amazing kung fu films of the Shaw Brothers and western films made in Italy that have become known as Spaghetti Westerns. Action, adventure, kung fu fighting, both shows and more can be found at havenpodcasts.com. Warning may cause nostalgic feelings and eliminate boredom. I swear, I can't get tired of that commercial. Nope, I love it. Every time it makes me smile. (laughs) Every single time. Uh, Well, we got some sports news for you. Philadelphia Eagles are having already injuries even before the season started. And I heard about this too. Jerry, Mm -hmm. what do you got for me? So in last night's game between the Eagles, preseason game between the Eagles and the Cleveland Browns, um, Tyree Cleveland, ironically enough, who was a wide receiver, as well as defensive lineman Moro Ohomo, both had extremely bad neck injuries. Mm. Um, Tyree, the receiver, caught a pass, apparently caught a very difficult pass. I didn't see it. Got turned over like often happens and came down right on his head basically Mm, Um, now from what i've heard he didn't bounce like the uh eagles tight end 15 20 years ago who snapped his neck doing the exact same thing that was one of the most horrific videos i've ever seen he landed right on top of his head and bounced about six inches in the air like a spring and you just Mm. knew it was it was bad but thankfully both of these guys have full movement in all their extremities they're gonna have be out for a little while dealing with neck injuries but it wasn't as bad as it looked both were carted off on stretchers last night and to have two serious neck injuries happen to one you know one team that's pretty that's a pretty rough game man and that's already i mean that's even before it starts that's could be a bad omen for philadelphia going into the season well they're very lucky this was an early preseason game and neither of these guys were starters so it won't affect the you know the main team quite as much but it's definitely going to affect their depth these are two guys who were making the team so uh you know you've lost one of your backup receivers and one of your backup defensive linemen those are not two places where you want to end up uh you know thin so that's very yeah, true it, it, it could be a tough season if if they start racking up more injuries 
they're going to have to start making some moves to fill some holes. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, keep an eye out for that and see what happens during the season. Uh, in other in other sports news, uh, Logan Paul's drink is a problem. Not a problem child, but just a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that for Jake's sake. So what's going on with Logan Paul's drink? Because oh, oh, just, just so you know, I heard some stuff, but I'll go ahead and comment after you're done with yours. You get it. So Logan Paul has released a uh, hydration drink to compete with, you know, Gatorade and Powerade and all the other things out there. And given the Paul brothers popularity amongst the younger generation, they're making or Logan is making money hand over fist off of this. It's one of the fastest selling, you know, sports hydration drinks around and all. But at the moment, multiple nutritionists as well as fitness people have come out to say it's bullshit. It's a fraud. Um, basically, Logan Paul thought that the best idea, you know, he wanted to make it healthier. So he cut down on the salt and the sugar. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? In rapid hydration, the thing you've lost the most during sports is salt. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it's salt. <laughs> Secondly, the glucose in the sugar is what rushes the salt and the potassium and the magnesium and everything else, all the other electrolytes, is what rushes it into your system and helps you hydrate rapidly. That's why so, Gatorade is so popular. Well, Gatorade, and I'll tell you... Uh, again, tooting their horn a little bit, not a promo for them, but they're amazing, is Body Armor, which is the high sports hydration drink that Kobe Bryant got involved with after he retired. Mm -hmm. They did it right. They actually made a healthier version, but they used coconut water and they used the right amount of sugars and electrolytes. But it was a slightly healthier option to Gatorade and Powerade, and it boomed. I mean, Kobe Bryant made more money off of one deal that was his first investment deal after re retiring, and he made over $200 million on just that deal alone when it was sold for a billion to, you know, one of the major sport uh, drink companies. So he was trying to replicate, Logan Paul was trying to replicate that kind of success, which he's having the success, but apparently the drink doesn't work. You're not going to rapidly hydrate your body during a sports performance or anything else by drinking this. It True. does not have enough salt. And secondly, it doesn't have enough sugar to rush the electrolytes into your body. So calling this a sports rapid hydration drink is fraudulent. And a lot of nutritionists and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, fitness people, athletes and so on have stepped up to call him out on this. Well, it's uh, interesting because we uh, he's his other I don't know if it's the same drink, but uh, a congressman is asking for an investigation, actually. And I talked about this on my radio show. Uh, I believe it was probably like a week, week and a half ago, something like that. Uh, involving the sugar content of the drink and how it's too much for younger for younger people. It's like got like so much more sugar than Red Bull does. And that's another issue that they're having with that right now. This has got to be another drink. Um, I this has got to be something else they're talking about because the amount of sugar in his sports drink is i believe seven times less or something so it's another drink 14 then. times less than what gatorade is logan just needs to like stick to just being a wrestler and i'm not even saying a boxer i'm saying being a wrestler because he's actually good as a wrestler i've watched him he's actually well, he's a, a personality athletic. of course he could be a well, good no, wrestler. but i'm talking about athletic wise 
the guy's really good. Like he does some crazy acrobatic shit. And I'm like, okay, this guy's got potential to be a good wrestler. Like he does like really good stuff. So I got to give the devil his due there. But everything else, Logan, leave everything else. Just, just, just leave everything else. Well, I mean, the guy's making money hand over fist, but it doesn't work. You know, that's just the plain and simple truth. If you're trying to rehydrate yourself, I mean, we used to drink Gatorade when I played on the high school tennis team. We had Gatorade waiting for in between matches. We would pour cups of it and take it down on the court. So midway through the match, if you're feeling fatigued or you're getting dehydrated, you just pound it down and keep it going. Your energy stays up. You know, you don't feel as dehydrated and slow and everything else. You need those things. So he took them out to make it healthier, yet that makes the drink not effective. Mm -hmm. So literally the only reason people are buying this is because they're Paul fans. You know, that's it. Because it's not doing anything for you. Of course it's not. <laughs> and that's the news in case you haven't heard it. Thank you so much. I'm going to leave it like that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Navarro Miller Report again. Thanks to everybody watching us on all streaming networks, including TikTok as well. Uh, wanted to go ahead and just uh, let everybody know to be careful uh, the, uh, here Pete, in Southern California. Jeremy, you as well, be careful. Uh, according to news reports, there is the tail end of a hurricane that's now been dialed down to a tropical storm that's now probably going to be, hopefully, will be dialed down to just the, you know, really just heavy rainfall uh, coming this weekend. Starts on Sunday night, goes all the way through Monday. So please be careful out there in Southern California uh, and uh, all other areas, including, I think it said it's also going to be going through uh, through Arizona as well, right? Baja, Mexico, and the Southern Southwest are definitely going to get hit with some outliers. And depending on where this turns, that's the thing. We don't know yet. When this hits the higher area of Baja, when it hits that slightly cooler water and hits the mountainous areas up there, a lot of times things start breaking up. Uh, hurricane wise or they turn back out to sea but it could also turn inland it'll lose power as it does that but that would mean it hits the southwest pretty directly so we just don't know yet we're gonna have to see where the storm is moving but please everybody who could be affected you know please be careful batten down stay inside and if you get an evacuation order get the hell out don't be stupid. Don't stick around. Okay. Joanna Kearns played my mom on growing pains. When we had the giant flooding a few years back, her neighbor died in the flooding. She mm. was in her home. She refused to leave and literally a mudslide and huge torrential water came through her house and buried her and killed her. People sure. listen to the warnings, get the hell out of the way. Oh, I will. I mean, I, again, I live in Southern California too. So uh, if anything, uh, you'll be seeing me at your house. We're in the high desert. We're going to get it worse than you are. Damn. All right. Well, then you come down here to us. <laughs> you know, you know, Tony's always welcome. Yeah. I'll just sit on the roof. You notice how I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I sit on the roof. Yeah, a little rain's not going to do anything to you. You know, you'll be all right. <laughs> I'm your host, Dave Navarro, along with my other man over here. I'm Jeremy Miller. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us here on the Navarro Miller Report. Hopefully, we'll be back on here again next Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And don't forget to listen to me on the radio as well on the ride home with Dave Navarro. Hopefully, the wet. Providing the weather is okay, I will be on here on Monday from 2 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if not, I will be on on Wednesday from 2 p.m. 
to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you all next time. You have been listening to the Navarro Miller Report. This episode of the Navarro Miller Report was brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network and sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee.